Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It's time for our weekly Bible study right here on uh, our website. Once again, we're glad that you've joined with us today. Uh, someone made a statement some years ago about the condition of the church then, and we're farther into this negative thing that was happening then uh, that is continuing in our day. And this is the statement he made. He said, the church of Jesus Christ, and I'm not talking about denomination, I'm talking about the the body of believers through many different denominations, the, the, the church of Jesus Christ, amen, is weak and anemic because she lives beneath her privilege of power. She lives beneath her privilege of power. And and there's many more privileges that the enemy of our soul has deceived us and defrauded us of. Amen. God has promised us a victory as children of the Most High God, as the sons and daughters of the living God. God has promised us power from on high and privilege. Hallelujah. In terms of our relationship to Him and with Him. And one of those great privileges that we have been deceived about and defrauded of is the absolute victory over our enemies. Praise God. There are many enemies that we have to face today. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you right now, there is a promised victory, a provided victory, a purposed in the heart of God victory by covenant to His people. Listen, the whole New Testament is really should be looked at in covenant language, not in the old system, but the type and foreshadow that is fulfilled in the New Testament. Amen. So I want to talk to you today and teach on the subject from the Scripture, established in righteousness, assured of victory. I want to say that again, established in righteousness, assured of victory. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. If you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me to uh, chapter 54 of the book of Isaiah, uh, the bringing in of the Gentiles uh, prophesied, the the promises to those who would come into this covenant relationship with God. And actually, I'm going to back up and read verse 11 and then begin reading verse 14 here in just a moment. I would like to ask you today, if you're blessed by this broadcast, we have heard from some of you. We would love to hear from more of you. We are redeeming the time because the days are indeed evil and we want to know where to uh, to place all of our energies and all of our efforts where it's going to to really bring forth fruit for the kingdom of God and the king of glory and if this broadcast is helping you uh, this bible study 
study, uh, this website, this ministry. We'd love to hear from you somehow, some way. Uh, if you uh, are part of our regular listening family, uh, it may be taken for granted that we know that, but we'd still love it. would be such an encouragement, and it would help us to determine where to where to exact our energies, our efforts uh, in the in the future as we go forward and not backward and not stand still in these perilous times in these last days. We love you today. We pray we can be a blessing to you today. So uh, go to our website that you're already on, and up in the corner somewhere there's a place that you can communicate through email with us or leave a message. For for us, and it will be forwarded directly to me, and uh, I'd just love to hear from you today. Hallelujah. And if this broadcast is a blessing to you, please tell someone else. Be a media missionary in that respect and, and ask them to join us. We have people that do that uh, and and uh, uh, and tell us that our listening family is growing because others have been invited to come to this website and receive this teaching. Amen. So I pray we're a blessing today on the subject established in righteousness, assured of victory. Listen to verse 11 of Isaiah 54. It said, O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. And then the blessing is being presented here. But listen to verse 14. In righteousness shalt thou be established, or made secure. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, This is something God wants us to see about himself when we're so distracted by our enemies and their intentions to do us harm. Listen to verse 16. Behold, look here. If you're you're in the south like me, look at him. Hallelujah. God wants to show you something, me something today. When we're so distracted by our enemies and by their efforts and their intentions to do us harm. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. You can see the blacksmith, you can see the, 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 uh, you can see the craftsman crafting a sword or a spear, an instrument of war and destruction in that day's understanding of and the weaponry that they used. And I have created the waster to destroy, the very one that, the very warrior that is wielding the weapon. God created the weapon. God created the, 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 the craftsman who molded the weapon and God created the warrior who is wielding the weapon. Therefore, he has complete power and control over them. 
You know, sometimes it seems like the devil is winning on so many fronts and our enemies are prevailing. But I want you to know that we have a promise of victory because we have been established in righteousness. The question really comes down, dear friend, to not who or what is coming against you, but is God truly for you? Are we truly right with God? Right wise with God is what righteousness really means. And the, and the, the establishing of our hearts in that understanding of what it means to be right with God. Not just positionally in the new covenant through the blood of Christ, but personally through the sanctifying power of the Word of God and the mighty Holy Spirit's work within us. Glory to God. Listen to verse 17. No weapon therefore that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage. This is a birthright. That, that, is, that is ours by an intended birthright, an intended inheritance, praise God. This is the birthright, the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Friend of mine, there's a lot of enemies trying to pick away uh, at our our courage and drain our strength and de- defraud us of that that God has bequeathed us. Hallelujah. And therefore, it belongs to us. Amen. Listen, friend of mine, the enemy would love to defraud us of the victory that God has purposed and provided for us. Amen. I know I'm reading from the old covenant, but the new covenant speaks of, of, of feeding the flock of God over whom the Holy Ghost has made us overseers and to give them an inheritance among those that are sanctified. Praise God. Victory is ours by inheritance. Hallelujah. Thanks be unto God that gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. (laughs) Amen. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 58. The issue is never who or what is coming against us. The real issue is a man who is for us. For if God is truly for us because we are established in righteousness, positional through the blood of Jesus and personally, Amen. Because we are not walking uh, in unconfessed sin. We're not sinlessly perfect by any stretch of the imagination or any measure of righteousness. But I want you to know, amen, that if we have a heart to obey God, even though our flesh is weak, if we have a willing heart, God will help us with our weak flesh and he will stand with us in battle. Praise God. David knew even under the old covenant, he knew when enemies came up, when he prayed, something was going to occur 
not when the enemy ceases to attack, but when he prayed and God heard. Listen to Psalm 56 and verse 9. He said, When I cry unto thee, then, not when he sees them in retreat, but when he prays. The victory is won when we're established in righteousness and we pray in faith with an understanding that because we're right with God, we have an inheritance of victory. We have a promise. No weapon. No weapon. Oh, come on, church, and no weapon. Amen. You may be looking at a, at something so intimidating, facing something so fearful, but the Bible said you're going to be far from terror. Amen. It's not going to terrorize you. You're going to be far from fear of, of, of what may happen to you because God is with us and God is for us. And whatever and whoever and whatever forces of darkness or, or visible enemies that are attacking, God says, listen, I created the world and everything in it. I created, I created the craftsman who molded the weapon. And I created the enemy warrior who wields the weapon. And he has therefore complete power. <laughs> Hallelujah. God therefore has complete power and control over them. Praise God. When things seem so out of control and because of our enemies we seem so overwhelmed, that is not the truth. Because the Scripture's clear in the New Testament, if God be for us, who can be against us? And the reason He's for us is because our righteousness is of Him. He has granted it. In fact, He has imputed it. Abraham believed God, and it was imputed to him righteousness. Hallelujah. It was put to his account. Don't ever let the devil talk you out of the fact that through the blood of Jesus, which that imputation was a, a foreshadow of, a type and foreshadow of, that is fulfilled in Christ in the new covenant. Don't ever let the devil, amen, talk you out of your standing with God. That's that positional righteousness. You have personal, practical righteousness for the grace of God that's appeared to all men teaches us that denying ungodliness. Amen. That, 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 that we should be, we should be walking in a very personal and practical righteousness with God. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, when we confess our sins and when we turn our hearts toward God, and we surrender unto Him uh, to, to give heed to His Word. and We have a heart to obey Him. Sure, you'll have struggles with your weak flesh. And God says, if the heart is willing, I'm going to help you with that. Remember when Jesus went into the garden to pray, told Peter, ask Peter. It's quite, quite uh, alarming to me that the God incarnate would ask for a mere man and particularly a, a weak man at that time and vacillating man and uh, th that had not grown in his courage and faith and commitment 
Peter, I want you to pray right here. I need you to pray with me, not necessarily for him, but with him. And I'm going a little further. And when he came back, of course, he finds Peter fast asleep. And he said, Peter, couldn't you watch with me one hour? But he saw in Peter's heart, in spite of his weak flesh, a willingness But because of his weak flesh, he failed. And it continued on that pattern until later on when Peter made a full commitment to practical practical righteousness by committing to fully obey Christ out of deep devotion born out of a true heartfelt love for the Lord. When he fell in love with the Lord. Hallelujah. Couldn't you watch with me one hour? The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Friend of mine, I want you to know we all have weak flesh. We don't put any confidence in the flesh. Praise God. In fact, we're told to crucify the flesh. Put it on the cross. That's what denying ourselves and taking up our cross is all about. Amen. And knowing that we are right with God gives us great courage. Praise God when we pray and when we face our enemies because we know God has ultimate power and control over every circumstance, every situation. So the real issue then is not what or who is coming against us, but who is for us. Make sure that we are positionally through the blood of Jesus and being saved and personally through the washing of water by the bird, by the word and our inherit, our, our adherence to the word of God, our intention to obey. Hallelujah. And when we are in that condition, no weapon that is formed against us. The battle won't be ours. God will take up the fight. Hallelujah. Amen. What a a great statement in the Old Covenant when they're overwhelmed by their enemies. They're surrounded by their enemies and they, they, they come, they, 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 they come to, to, to Hezekiah and say, how shall we do? What are we going to do? There's no way out. The city is under siege. And the Bible said that he spoke comfortably unto them, saying, There is more with us than there is with them. With them is the arm of flesh. With us is the Lord our God. He shall fight for us. And victory was assured, hallelujah, because they were established in righteousness and they had a covenant with God, hallelujah. Listen, when we're right with God, the enemy can't take any ground from us. We have a birthright of victory, dear friend, and we need to be walking in that victory by claiming that victory, particularly when we pray. Again, Psalm 56 and 9. When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know God is for me. 
Hallelujah. You got to know that. You got to know that and never doubt that. Hallelujah. And when you do, you know the moment you pray, victory is assured. The enemy may not know it yet. He may just be coming full blast against you, but he's going to run up against a brick wall. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's going to run up against a roaring lion. He's going to run up against something that all the powers he thinks he possesses, he don't really possess after all. Because God created the craftsman that molded the weapon and the enemy warrior who wields the weapon. Therefore, he has complete power and control over that enemy warrior that is now wielding that weapon and coming hard against you, coming hard against me. A friend of mine, I want you to know there's victory in Jesus. Even God is even able to subdue everything, it says, unto himself. Hallelujah. And therefore, he's able to use, in fact, he, the Bible said, here's something else we know if we're right with God. In Romans 8, 28, for we know, we know, praise God. This is not just something we, we, we're, we're trying to figure out and fumble through, but this is absolute settled truth and spiritual reality. We know. We're right with God. We know. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Hallelujah. And are called according to His purpose. Hallelujah. Praise God. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose purpose. Praise God. I love Psalm 124. I'm going to ask you to join me in part of this, just like Israel joined the psalmist. Psalm 124 says, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. See, if God be for us, if we know that God is for us, now may Israel say, And he's going to ask them as a congregation and as a people collectively to say this, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, make no mistake about it, though we war against dark forces in the heavenlies, those dark forces are influencing people in a very personal, practical way right here upon the earth. And if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. The proud waters had gone over our soul. What the scriptures say, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. This is what this is alluding to right here in an overwhelming way. The floods in Germany have, have, they're catastrophic, just happening, and just have happened. Something highly unusual has occurred in Germany. Flood tides taking away, uh, reconfiguring the landscape and killing many people. It's a phenomenon that they have not had to deal with in 
I don't know if there's a precedent for it. I really don't. But I know it would be many, 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 many years uh, that, that this would occur to this level. But when the enemy comes in, in that kind of force, that kind of unified force like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Hallelujah. God supernaturally is going to intervene. And the God, because God is in control, the Bible said he rides upon the flood. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is above it and he has power over it. Make no mistake about it. The sovereign God who made heaven and earth is our God. And we are his children by faith in Jesus Christ and we have an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Praise God. Amen. When I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know God is for me. If it had not been for the Lord was on our side, the waters would have overwhelmed us. Psalm 24.4 The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. But blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. All the scriptures go on to say in the Psalms, some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God, because he made heaven and earth. He created the waster to destroy and the weapon in the waster's hands, this warrior, the enemy warrior coming against us. But he, because he created them, he is in absolute control over them. Hallelujah. And David said, I know I'm right with God. Hallelujah. And when I pray, God takes up the battle. When I pray, God takes up the fight. Praise God. And when I pray, then shall my enemies turn back. Hallelujah. Listen, today I don't know what you may be facing. I don't know who or what is coming against you. But I know you can't, you can't live in, for, for God in this world without persecution. You can't live God without upsetting the enemy. You can't live for God in this world without an enemy taking some form through some circumstance and coming against you. But I want to remind you today that God is for you because of the blood of Jesus because of the Holy Spirit's abiding presence in your life, because He has given you favor and given you the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. In righteousness thou shalt be established, and you'll be far from terror and far from fear. Praise God, because the courage that comes and the boldness that comes. You know, the scripture says in the New Testament, if our heart condemns us, 
God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. But if our heart condemn us not, we have confidence toward God. We have this kind of confidence when I pray, my enemies are going to have to turn back because I know something. Not because of my absolute sinless perfection, but God's perfect gift unto me through the blood of Jesus and God's promise and provision for me to give me the Holy Spirit to help me to overcome. Praise God. God is for me. And if God is for you and God is for me, hallelujah, who can be against us and prevail? For no weapon, no weapon, not not the warrior nor the sword or the spear shall prevail. And their righteousness is of God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're living, I believe, beneath our privilege of victory and power. I do believe there is a weakness. There is an anemia. There, the courage and confidence to stand our ground and see God's victory and bring glory to His name. That's what I want in my heart today. How about you? So let's say it together. Psalm 124 says, If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, Come on, spiritual Israel. Come on today. Say it with me. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, I want you to say it. If it had not been, for the Lord who was on our side. I want you to reiterate it. The Lord is on our side. The Lord is on my side. I want you to speak it even though you don't necessarily feel it. But I want you to speak it because it's true. And there comes a time when our faith need in what is true needs to override what seems to be true because of our feelings. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, He's on our side. Hallelujah. That means when we pray, Amen, there may be all kinds of spiritual forces coming against the answer. God is mightier. He even created those fallen angels, those demons and the devil himself. They're still under his control. Praise God. God is sovereign and God is all-powerful. He's omnipotent. He doesn't have some and he has a little more than the devil and he'll win the tug of war. There's no tug of war. You You know what Jesus said? I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I didn't see some big battle and God barely pulled out a win. It was almost a tie, but in the last round, uh, God hit him with an uppercut. Listen, friend of mine, it wasn't like that. When God cast him out, it was immediate. There was no, there was no pushback against this kind of person wielding this kind of power. And that's why when the Holy Spirit come to live within us, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. 
Praise God. This is not just about operating gifts of the Spirit. This is not just about uh, 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 operating in powerful anointings, although that's part of it. But this is about dunamis, the Greek word. And it means miracle working ability. It's the abilities that God gives us that is supernatural power. Praise God. If the spirit of him, (laughs) hallelujah, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. Praise God. Well, he does dwell in us. And we're living many times beneath our privilege of power. And I believe God wants to address it in us today. Hallelujah. So listen, dear friend. Today, if you are a Christian, Isaiah opens it up and the New Testament verifies it. You are a mighty spiritual warrior provided with mighty spiritual armor. But the key to all of this operating and giving us victory is being truly right with God, established in righteousness. Praise God. So that fear doesn't keep us from using the weapons that have been provided us and standing in our standing. That's what the armor is all about, having done all Stand, praise God, amen. Be still and know, stand still and see. Be still and know he's God, free from fear and panic. And stand still, therefore, and see the salvation of the Lord today, amen. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, you have no standing with God. In fact, not only do you have no power over or against the enemy of your soul, the devil, and his system to deceive and defraud you, you're under God's consternation, God's judgment, for the wrath of God abides upon everyone who doesn't believe. We have no standing with Him, no basis for fellowship with Him. But if you repent of your sin and you come to Christ as your Savior you're going to find that every enemy that opposes you is going to have to fall back no one can keep you from being brought out of the prison house of the devil into the kingdom of God and it will be the beginning of a life of victory all the way through this fallen world and reaches into eternity. In Jesus' name.